so many things to talk about today. Yes, none of them are Mookie bets. Uh, yeah, we're not talking about that. I do like the Dodgers. Out there. I am a Dodgers uh, fan now. <laughs> I, I guess I we are going to talk about it a little, aren't we? No, we're not. We're not. We were before, but we can leave it there. But I, okay. I guess I hadn't gotten it out yet, Andrew, and I apologize. Well... I'm still sad, but at least you get to enjoy it a little bit. That's all right. At least, at least John Henry isn't paying luxury tax. That's fine, yeah. He gives him a lot more money for uh, the Liverpool uh, and other endeavors. Oh, God. All right. All right, into the good shit. <laughs> yeah. So today, let's talk about the uh, the NBA trade deadline or the Celtics did nothing deadline. Um, oh, oh man, and 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 boy, oh boy, how out of character of Danny again <laughs> to just not fucking do anything. Ugh, I just hate. Well, I just hate that I sat there and I started telling myself these things were happening. I just, ugh. we'll get into it. But my God, I just. Why did I think this year would be different? Why did I think you'd do something? I don't know, but so we're gonna touch on that. We'll touch on the NHL trade deadline coming up here in a couple weeks. And then do a little bit of talk about the Bruins and the Celtics currently, how they're doing, um, which, you know, both doing fairly well, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and then we can get into it or we can get into it in the, the next episode this week. But uh, we got NBA All-Star Weekend coming up. Yeah. It's weird how they do everything kind of backwards in NHL and NBA. It almost feels like they just do it to, like, spite the other person. I don't. I don't know. Oh well, we we can't be close to there, so we're gonna flip it. We're not even gonna. We're not gonna. You, oh, like someone gets it first, and probably the NBA and like the NHL's like, all right. Well, you want us to go a week before? We're gonna go two after, and vice versa. I mean, versa. I suppose. I suppose it's so that there is no conflict of interest, even though, you know, it seems like there is a pretty good divide between basketball and hockey fans sometimes. So it doesn't really matter, but. Yeah. It makes sense not to have them super close to one another, especially because maybe you're trying to get people to go to both if they have that kind of time or money. But, you know, it just you, you try to avoid the confrontation or the conflict like as best you can. I suppose. Right. I'm just saying it seems like they get bossed around for the conflict, like they get flexed out of whatever they had originally. And they're like, oh, you want us to go here? Well, we're going two weeks that way instead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> NHL All-Star Game was a few weeks ago. That adds up. How is their trade deadline in two weeks? Like, it's, I don't know. Is the NBA's early? I don't know. That's Maybe what it's mean. always it's, been this way. Maybe we weird. sound like idiots. But it just, it yeah. seems, it seems really just like two two siblings getting mad and trying to outcool the other. I don't know. Something weird. <laughs> I like to picture it that way, actually. I'm glad that you bring, I'm glad that that's the uh, comparison that you use. Yeah, the NHL one is way scrappier, and he can beat up his his cooler older brother. But at the end of the day, not a lot of people pay attention to him. <laughs> yeah, for sure, <laughs> or not as many. His brother's still captain of the basketball team, football team. Yeah. I almost said football in the analogy, which <laughs> dude. Know. So just to go off the rails a little bit here, speaking yeah. of football, did you happen to watch any XFL I, or what I like to call the CTE league? I have not. I hate that I didn't. I have. Uh, I'm excited to get into it next week. Go LA Wildcats, I gotta say. Uh, they got smoked so bad they fired their defensive coordinator today. <laughs> dude, um, how bad do you have to be to fire your defensive coordinator in the XFL? Uh, dude, I, <laughs> after a weekend. I don't know. That's what I mean. Like. Uh, I think I'm going down in a couple weeks uh, with some friends to go check out a game at Car in Carson. Um, that would I, be so sick. I just love how much it, it loves gambling. 
I just love how much, and honestly, we should touch on XFL going forward if we both, if we watch it every now and then, just a little quick segment on XFL, because I'm down, because who's doing For it? For sure. No one. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we start a separate podcast. Dude, um, all about the XFL. Yeah. Balcony chatter, colon, XFL. Um, <laughs> so, I just love the gambling right, right on the, right on the scoreboard of yeah. abc just you have abc like it, it just feels like five years ago this would have never happened and it's just this Love is it. where we are today outside of the xfl just even the gambling thing and it's you have the over under as a part of the scoreboard and one of the teams has the spread whoever's giving points has it listed there and it's just like this is incredible yeah it just Vince seems McMahon like man at it again yeah and like as 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 not woke that league is <laughs> because everyone has to stand for the for the national anthem or you're fucking fired or whatever it's they're doing some things they're 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 poising themselves for success i, I gotta mean, i gotta say i mean if you're if you're gonna give it a shot like this you know you're, you're giving it a good shot there was there was some remember this other football league that came and failed a couple years ago they tried it and like it was pretty good and it just it didn't have the legs for itself it was that there, there was like a birmingham team there's like some, it was strange, and I don't know if well, it like got tanked because the XFL was coming because three three weren't gonna roll, but I do think there's an audience for it, especially when you go off season. Starting well, the week after say, is the yeah. smartest thing you can do. Exactly, they're not trying to compete with the NFL because no matter what league you are, you're not competing with the NFL, regardless of what sport it is. Right. So it's just you know I I feel like that's a given to do it that way. Like don't be stupid and try to compete and just do it when it's over because then people are like. I still like football, and I don't really care about college that much. So I guess I'll watch, you know, the XFL just just because, you know, you might see a guy die on the field or <laughs> literally get his. Yeah, it's like NASCAR. It's like why pe- it's like the people who watch NASCAR for the crashes. Yeah, man. It's but it's there's something. a score you can follow it better because it's like the other sport that you watch. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't see it. I remember the XFL. In the year 2000, <laughs> when it premiered, I remember watching that as like a little fucking eight year old shithead. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean they're doing it, and like yeah, if you try to compete, you're gonna get killed. The NFL will go behind the scenes to kill you as best they can. If you're doing it this way, maybe yeah. you can even reach a level where you're not promoted by the NFL, but they don't they don't not acknowledge your existence. You know, um, kind of like the big threes done with the NBA. Like it was smart yeah. of Ice Cube to make sure that started over the summer and it was totally off season. And he started with it being like ex NBA vets and all this stuff. And like, they've worked their way up to having pretty good TV slots and such. And I think yep. there's a big market for it. And he changed the game a bit and like, you know, it's a half court and whatever, but you know, it's a lot of ex NBA pros, but this year he's blown the doors off it, I guess. And like, you don't have to have had, uh, professional experience in Europe or the NBA and you don't have to be 28 or older you can be 22 yeah so I don't know if he's expanding with that or they're running out of people to play but I don't know basketball is basketball and football is football I think there's always going to be a mar- at least a survivable market like I don't think either of these leagues are like we can be as big we can be bigger than the NHL or like you know we can be bigger than like MLS like yeah and they only of them do are like, like going for that they're just like I think there's a market for this and I think it's smart they only do like 10 week seasons too. They don't do these huge seasons. Right. They 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 take up the off season. Well, yeah. not not as much with the the XFL. It'd be interesting to see if they did gain enough traction if they would expand cuz they could do a season as long as the NFL does. 
they I literally mean, if, could if they if they had yeah. the, if they had the the league for it they there's there's that time allotted in the schedule outside of the anything important with the NFL yeah well my last XFL take before we move on is not the shocker of the century uh, Chad Ochocinco I don't know if you remember him was supposed to try yeah, out former for Patriot, the XFL of course. yeah and decided that he just wasn't going to show up. So, I mean, it's off to a good start. Trying to get the big names, you know, Chad Ochocinco and uh, no show. Wasn't it that they they wouldn't allow Johnny Manziel to to try out or something? I don't know. Because it's embarrassing, dude. He sucks ass. He plays in the the CFL, the Canadian Football League. What's what's better about that? that? How's that going for him? No, exactly. He sucks, but, like, the XFL could use any publicity. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm surprised, like, Baker Mayfield's not trying to play in that in the offseason. Well, did you did you hear who tried out to be kicker of the Detroit team, I think it was? Or maybe it was Dallas? A Barstool guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was so funny. All of all of Barstool Nation's, like, chirping them whenever they missed a field goal. They missed, like, a 35-yarder, and everyone's just going, like, hey, Mr. 35 would have hit that. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, XFL. XFL, baby. We're happy it's live. Yeah. Gambler's dream. Quick well, side note uh, we, before we dig into it, uh, I did go up a grand in, in in basketball parlays. So, how we doing? Feel free to hit us up for some for my advice that I do not guarantee. <laughs> yeah, that was my first win in like three years. So maybe don't take advice from me. It was several. It was a several. streak. Oh, how okay. It was several. It wasn't one swing. It was several swings. All right, but, man. I- my bad. My bad. That's all right, dude. You just hit me up when you want to start gambling. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, oh man. All right. Let's let's talk about the the trade deadline for the NBA and the NHL. Okay. I guess we'll start with the NBA because that has come and gone. Uh, yeah. And we kind of touched on the fact that the Celtics didn't do anything, but there were a couple things that they we kind of thought they might do. But um, I don't know what you got on that. I got the. I got the the. I got the fuck me for doing this to myself take of the day, which was buying into the tweets that were, uh, we're going for Bertans in Washington and you're hearing how much he, he is. And then you're hearing rumors of that. They want like a couple of firsts plus like, you know, probably a body. And, uh, I'm just like, do it, like give them the second first. And like the, the whole argument is that you're giving it for a rental because he's, he's a unrestricted free agent. And I think you still do it. And I think you could convince Bertans to come and play for the Boston Celtics, as opposed to what he's currently poised for and what is ultimately going to happen because he didn't get moved, uh, be a piece of the Washington wizards. They are going to build around. Oh God, that just sounds terrible. Even with Bradley Beal, who's, last year said he'd stay forever and this year wants to you know hit eject uh and then John Wall's supposedly coming back and who's who knows how that whole concoction will look but so we're it says we're going for batons I'm psyching myself into the idea I don't think we need a big as much as we need a stretch four I think that'd be really great for the Celtics and so we don't do it but the worst thing is the tweets start rumbling out oh IT is also available from the Wizards yeah so my brain just goes, oh, yes, Brad Wanamaker, <laughs> Brad Wanamaker, Poirier, and two firsts, and give me back Isaiah Thomas and give me Bertans. 
absolutely not. It was never going to happen. It I'm still I still have a flash in the pan of hope of we can I mean, land possible. him. It's it's possible right now. I don't know if Danny feels awkward about it. Kind of feels that way. I think he'd give us better minutes than these some of these rookies have. And I think down the stretch you want veteran experience over any of these eight or ninth guys we have cooking right now. Uh, so I was thinking about this trade deadline and. How, how do you feel about them? Well, obviously, you're not very happy that they didn't make a move, but at the same time, they didn't make any bad moves. So the thing that I look at is they're not really in the position to get a rental because you got to think that in a couple of years from now or, you know, a handful of years from now, you're going to be that number one team if you could, you know, it's probably going to be us and the Bucks for a while, right? So, well, yeah, and who I mean, who knows with the rest of this league now, too, the Heat look like they're viable for the future the right. Pacers can hang for the next couple of years at least Toronto I, can hang for the next couple of years I just it's, wonder it's like if, there's five of us right now I wonder if there's a reason that they don't go for a rental knowing like realistically you're probably not going to beat a couple of those teams in the west L- listen if if they if <laughs> if Marcus Smart was traded this week I was going to have to be institutionalized after Mookie Betts <laughs> And I think, I think part of the reason I'm only not institutionalized is because Mookie actually came to where I live, and for the price of one Fenway Park ticket, I can watch him play a fuck more, a fuck ton more in Echo Park. But yeah, it's better than him going to like Toronto. Yeah, or even Anaheim. I would have yeah. hated that, <laughs> even though that's attainable for me. Um, I'm I'm happy Danny didn't make that move. I I he's he's. Just, made my gut churn time and time again. He's brought me a lot of joy. He's pissed me off a lot. Uh, Smart would have really pissed me off, and I, I wasn't worried about it. I wasn't worried about it. I, I would have said I, I, was, I'm more, I was more concerned about the idea of flipping Gordon than Marcus, uh, and, I, and I didn't think that was going to happen either. Um, yep. I thought Tice or Cantor was going to go for one of these big men. One of these big men. I was listening uh, to Zach Lowe today talking about how they're going to get hammered for not landing Drummond because of how cheap it was. But then also he made the counter argument that I think you and I would also make. And I I mean, I I was surprised to hear him say it. I know he likes Marcus Smart on a personal level, but I was just I was shocked to hear him say it. And he's just like, let's just face facts. Marcus Smart is a better basketball player than Andre Drummond. (laughs) I was like, yeah, I would a thousand percent rather. I know this guy's like a, a fifteen and fifteen machine. I don't care what the the statistics you can't put on Marcus Smart for what he does are is just like incomparable. There's so many of those like you know backseat GMs that think they know everything anyway. Yeah, exactly. But it was really it was it was great for to hear that out of low. It's like you you keep Marcus like a thousand percent, and uh, you know doesn't matter how cheap Drummond went. I can't believe how cheap Drummond went. They literally got him for nothing like a second round pick and like two role players craziness. But, um, no, I'm, I, I wish we, I wish we found a way to do Bertans. If it was too many picks, I, I kind of wish we did the too many picks. Um, I hope it shows up. Uh, I think we were kind of saving room for Marvin Williams who just got bought out, uh, of Charlotte and he chose Milwaukee. Um, Kemba was, Kemba obviously came out of Charlotte. Uh, Kemba was Pretty told bummed. this, Kim Kim has told this after the game the other night, or yesterday, I think. He's told that Marvin plans to sign with Milwaukee. He goes, what? Really? I got to call him. 
Clearly nothing came of that phone call. Williams jersey <laughs> is hanging up in Milwaukee yeah. tonight. But uh, no, I think my, Marvin's a stretch four. And, you know, Marvin Williams accomplishes that. He's not as good as Bertans, but that you know that would have been a great ad. Um, I don't know. People thought we'd be great in the buyout market, so we'll see who else gets bought. But I don't know. It'd be great to see Isaiah Thomas. Uh, I don't hate the non moves. I just hate that I had myself so convinced something was going to happen that I just felt disgusted when three o'clock Eastern hit. It was like, yeah, fuck this. <laughs> like, what? Did, I what mean, did I kind of feel here? like th- we we sit by the you know we sit by Twitter and all that kind of stuff on these trade deadline oh. days, hoping that hit something's refresh gonna more happen. than ever. Exactly. More than ever on that day. Yeah. So, it the the plus side to the whole thing is that they didn't make any bad moves, because as as we've seen as you know being Boston fans, we've had plenty of bad moves at trade yeah. deadlines just to yeah. say that they made a move. I mean, Danny Danny did one. Danny cost us a championship one year when he flipped Perkins. I think that. I mean, I think I think in ten we win. I, um, it's I, I just so hit or miss. Like I gave another you know, one to Kobe. So there's you that. look at you look at last year with hockey, and you got Coyle and Johansson, and they pretty much pushed you to the cup. You know, yes. like you, it's so hit or miss sometimes, and it's still to this day for that trade specifically. The Coyle, well, the the trade with Minnesota, we won that trade a hundred times out of a hundred. If you're looking at how Coyle plays and Donato, I don't even know if he's playing now. Yeah, but I mean, these yeah. trade deadlines are so like risky and so hit or miss that you know we we happen to get lucky last year with what we got, and that I don't know if that is based on scouting or based on what, but um, it, uh, that's why I say it's just such a good thing that they didn't make any bad moves going into this trade deadline because they could have. Right. So yeah, thank you, Danny. Yeah. Congratulations, Danny. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, the things that scare me, I think the Sixers got better. I don't think they're going to figure it out. I don't know what the hell's wrong with the Philadelphia 76ers. I do think they still, despite all their difficulties, match up better against us than a lot of Boston fans would care to admit. Uh, but the Heat got better, uh, and that's scary. And the Heat being unable to land Gallinari is huge because I think it keeps the East open still a little bit. But if the Heat get Gallinari, I think they're, uh, you know, a finals favorite. And that's the other reason I just kind of wish we gave up the first rounder. Not not even because, like, yeah, yes, there's the argument that we don't even really have room for any of these guys if we like a lot of our rookies we have now. But on top of that, like, say, um, say we didn't have, you know, we did have room. Like, the league's as wide open as it's going to be right now. Yeah. That that's that that's that's my belief. I don't think next year hap- next year comes and the league is more wide open. Not to mention next year comes and you have this guy named Kevin Durant. I don't know if anyone's heard of him. Healthy playing in Brooklyn. The East is less open. Is it's more open next year, but also not. Right. The West, like, who's to say? Like, if it's just like I know all these stars are locked in, but someone's gonna pull out as a front runner and someone's going to start jumping ship. And, like, you know, the Clippers got better. The Clippers got better than the Lakers. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's it's as level a playing field as I think it's going to be, and so I think that's why you make the move for Bertans. With, and with Bertans, you didn't have to f- get rid of, you know, you didn't have to shake up too much. Well, then I think it's definitely going to be interesting to see what this team can do with what they have. I mean, obviously, they're having fun. 
They're playing well. I think that kind of leads us into the fact that, you know, what are they on a six or seven game win streak right now? What is it? Yeah. Uh, it's something like that, you know, seven or eight yeah. games. And, you know, they're really rolling right now. So um, it'll it, be interesting yeah. to if see. If it ain't broke, can. don't fix. Yeah. And hands down. Right. Anything, I am I, definitely like a believer in anything can happen once you make it to the playoffs. Because, like, you know, say, just say that you get into the playoffs, you make it to the, the finals in the East. Not, okay, you make it to the Eastern Conference finals. And, you know, you're playing the Bucks, and Giannis gets hurt. Yeah. It's a completely different game at that point. You know, or you get to the finals and you're playing against the Lakers and, and LeBron gets hurt. It's just. Right. Not to mention, I do think we match up well against the Bucks too. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, they've never yeah, really I mean, been known to be. Thing. They haven't been known to be like a crazy good playoff team either. I mean, right? They haven't proved much yet. Well, yeah, we're on. I guess. Boston's on a seven-game win streak, which is keeping us locked in third, which is massive because the Heat are going to be sniffing up our ass, coming hot and quick. But no one can really touch what the hell is going on in Toronto right now. Yeah, fourteen-game win streak, man. It's just it's nuts. Wow, that's how many losses they have on the season. <laughs> you would not expect that, knowing like after them getting rid of Kawhi. It's so they're on track right now. They're the story of the season. And again, I'm quoting Zach Lowe. Welcome to our podcast where I just quote other podcasts I listen to. <laughs> um, they are the story of the season, though, and I completely agree. It's just they're they're on pace for one more win than last season when they had that guy named Kawhi Leonard. What? Yeah. What? And, uh, you know, they they also didn't make any movement at the deadline. So, you know, you got two of the top six riding you know sticking in their guns and then you get the other ones just trying to get a little deeper milwaukee gets deeper with the marvin williams ad and uh philly bolstered their second unit if they can get their first unit to figure shit out and you know miami miami made some good moves i think i mean they lost justice winslow in the process but you know ingo adal is nothing to shake his tail at and now uh you know former friend jay crowder's down there in south beach Dude, please, we cannot allow Toronto to win two years in a row because those insufferable fans will never let us hear the end of it. No, it'll be cool, dude. You go to Leafs games on the road, and they all they can talk about is, is the Raptors. Yeah, I'd rather kill myself. <laughs> like, dude, all you got to say, you're not even talking about the team that's playing right now. <laughs> you go up there, and they're like, you know, in, in between periods, they'll be up, you know, Leafs fans will be like, hey, bud. They'll be like, hey, bud. What's the score? And I'll be like, yeah, you guys are winning three to one. Don't make me come back here in the first round of the playoffs. Right. And then it shuts them right up. But, like, I don't understand the, the concept of, like, the game's not even over, for right. one. And, yeah. two, again, do not do not make me come back up here for first round of the playoffs. No. 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 I, 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 I must admit I am extremely jealous of their outdoor viewings, though. Toronto, the city, does it right. Maple Leaf Square is is a cool area. I will they give. Do them it for that. the Raptors too. Yeah, the That's only cool. winning. I mean, team I wish up Boston there. had a had a version of that. L.A. definitely doesn't. We can't even fill our actual stadiums. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Uh, interesting deadline around the league. Not very interesting that Danny Ainge didn't do anything. Uh, I'm down to ride with this, and I I'm happy that e both Enos Cantor and Daniel Tice are both still Boston Celtics because. Face the facts. Daniel Tice is playing out of his mind this season. Uh, is he the answer? No, but he's great for now. And I just, I just love Enos Cantor, man. I just, I just like that dude, and I think he's good for the locker room. And 
yeah, I'm, I'm down to write it out. We'll see what's that. We'll see what happens. Yeah. It seems like everybody else likes him in there too. So hopefully it just yeah. they continue rolling the way that they are. Yeah, and he knows it's all about the future, just like Kenva knows it's all about the future, and just pushing those guys forward. Yep. And uh, it's cool, man. What's well, cool? We'll see. We'll see what happens here. I don't know. I I I don't know what to expect out of this team. I, I I've said all year. I don't think this team can win at all. I don't know if they can even win the East. But I'm gonna pull back a little bit on that and barely at all. But just say I don't know. That's yeah. You know, there is some stuff up for grades. For grabs. Oh, we have a we have a breaking Penguins trade. Oh God! Yeah, what is it? Peng- Pittsburgh just sent. Uh, uh, they just got Jason Zucker, and they sent uh, Galchenkov, twenty twenty first pick, and Kalen Addison to the Wild. Yo, that's a pretty big trade, to be honest. That is a pretty big trade. The Athletic just popping in on my phone for that. Damn. Yeah. Um, so we got the NHL underway already. NBA likes to wait till the last minute. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, cause the, the trade deadline for the NHL is two weeks from today. So it is on the 24th of February and was it last year or the year before that? It was just like, you needed a guide to figure out what happened. Dude. It was just so active. They've yeah. been bumping for a few years, right? They, yeah, pretty much. So the speculation right now for the Bruins side of it is there's a few people that they're looking at. Who knows if they're going to go after who they're going to get, who they're going to actually go after. But as of right now, apparently Toffoli is one of the main. Uh, I like they, it. I, I don't. I, so I, I like, like it. it too. I don't know what I don't know. What, I guess I don't understand what we pay for that. I just I just know I like Tyler Toffoli and I've watched a lot of him out here in L.A. But and, they keep, uh, a few years ago when I was playing fantasy, I had him in fantasy and he was a, that was one of his top years. I understand he's, he hasn't played up to that standard. But I don't know. I, I like pucks on net. I like I like a guy that doesn't pass the puck that extra pass. And Tyler Toffoli's a guy who puts a puck on net. Well, f- what I don't understand is they keep saying that he's a fallback plan. So it's like, well, yeah. What are you going for? They're going for Chris Kreider from the Rangers, and I like that, that's more. a big that's a big player though. He's a that's big a player. No, I know he is, but I just think you what you I think for what you have to give up. Right. I just think I like I like doing the doing less with Toffoli. Then what yep. you're gonna have to do with Kreider? I think Kreider's too much of a shakeup for this team. I think, like you know, he would fit great on the second line with Krejci and DeBrusque and whatnot. But they, they, it seems like they want a high end prospect, which means, to me, Anders Bjork or a high end defenseman like Vakanainen or somebody who's supposed to be like one of your future guys. And Bjork has played awesome this year. I do not want to see him go. And not to mention, then you also have to put in a first-round pick to that. And probably they, they're they not going to retain any salary or anything like that. So, to me, I don't know if I don't know if it's worth it. Yeah. Um, Toffoli is a good option for, for – you're going to have to give up a little bit. But, I mean, it's he's – a, he's a great player for a decent price. And he's and, still pretty young. Yeah. You, can, you know, if, 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 if he fits the system, it's a guy that – I mean, God, our median age has certainly only trended upwards, you know? I mean, right. it's nice that we do have some young guns, some fresh meat, but, like, we have su- such solid players that it's not as renewed as it used to be. And uh, I'm just, you know, I think it'd be, I think a solid vet like Toffoli would be good. So if if there was a possibility for us to give up a pick and, like, let's just say Danton Hyden, I would do that in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, uh, I don't know if I do it. So do we each get to bag on Denton per episode or just one of us? I think it, it's only fair if one of us does it. So. Um, no, it's fine. You can. Yeah, that sounds like the best trade I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> well, what about this one? Uh, okay. Trending today a little bit on Twitter was a possible reunion for the Bruins. Okay. And people are saying that they might uh-huh. they could picture uh Thornton coming back to the Bruins. Are you saying there's a chance? <laughs> so so the way I, I love see it. it. I love it, man. I, I love it. You're talking to a guy who loved Mark Recchi coming back to this team more than anything. Jerome Ginla coming to this team more than anything. If we get fucking the patron saint Joe <laughs> Thornton back Oh Jumbo. man, I just, I just, I do. You get Jumbo Joe. I want you to call fucking Sean too, and I, I just want if we could get both Thorntons on the Bruins <laughs> at the same time for this little push to the end. I just, I mean, let's go. Well, let's go. He, so he, he, the Sharks aren't making the playoffs this year. Let's just, let's just get that right out of the way. Yeah. Uh, Hurdle just got hurt. <laughs> them and the, the them and the Kings are just like kind of like duking it out for who's more trash yeah and the ducks are like we suck too by the way yeah don't forget about us yeah that, um, i don't know what the hell's happened to this this, this division out here but yeah <laughs> so he has he would have to tr- uh sort of request request a trade and he would have to move his or uh you know allow them to waive his no trade clause there's only a few teams that he's going to be willing to go to and i would imagine that it's obviously a contender which means it's us, uh, Washington, or Tampa. And I don't see him going to Washington. I could Anybody would go to Tampa, let's be real. Yeah. Um, um, but I hope just like the superstition within you makes you think like, oh, but they did just completely get shut out in the first round after being <laughs> the best team in like NHL history. He's going to do a reverse Ray Bork. Oh, man, if he came, that'd be great. Uh, I think it'd be great for just... I just think you'd get like people who maybe don't pay as much attention to hockey get a little bit back into it, just like an old familiar name. It would just be, be such really a cool good for the story. Team. It'd be such a cool story. And uh, has he said this is his final year? No, or but we just I mean, all, he's, like, he's like 42 years old, right? And he looks like the Crypt yeah. Keeper, so he has to call, call it quits pretty soon. It, I was just talking about median age and how it's good to have Toffoli, even though that doesn't make <laughs> us tremendously younger. But I do want to rescind all of that and say having two of the oldest guys in the NHL, <laughs> both being 42, I am there for. Basically, my hockey takes are whatever I'm feeling in the way of the wind blow. For sure. <laughs> it's constantly freaking change. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So, all right. Wait, there's one other one that I've been hearing that I'm going to kill myself if it happens. So, okay. They're talking so this about is a bad one. Yeah. So <laughs> Kovalchuk has been because we had two good ones. <laughs> he, he's been playing crazy in Montreal. He's having a great like resurgence. Yes. I guess you could hate say. it. Yeah, hate it. Hate that. Apparently, the Bruins have been linked heavily to trying to get him. So what pisses me off is when, that they could have got him for How many fucking trades have we ever done with the Canadians? Yes, well, I hate that. Right. So you also had the also this is the most even like even if you had the opportunity with any other team if there's one team that you don't have the opportunity from and or you don't do this from after you had the opportunity it's your rival yeah it's they're the gonna Habs. try to kill you in a trade oh my god and if they don't anything they got still makes you look fucking dumb right 
But just the fact that if you wanted him that bad, you should have taken the chance on him when you could have got him for the league minimum. And now you're going to trade something for him and give away some sort of asset. I don't care what it is. If it's anything, it's it's stupid because you could have got him for for free. No no assets. You could have just picked him up on a contract. So if that happens, I'm going to be not happy. But it just every time I look for look at like some of these rumors. Because I remember when that happened, and I was like, why? Why yeah. are we not? Why are we not taking a flyer on this guy? It's just a what, chance. What is he bad for the locker room? Like it's hockey. One yeah. guy who sucks for the locker room. It's not like the NBA. That guy can't spoil the locker room. Yeah. If he's a fuck, no one cares. I mean, but, I, realistically, they probably could have put him on a two-way contract just just to be just to get something done, and then maybe he, maybe he wouldn't have done that though. Maybe not. But if he yeah, would, that's because like, like, did he want to be back in the NHL that bad? I, well, he didn't want to go back to to Russia. Sure, but, but I, I also there's, think there's other countries. I think that he's really he's on a hot streak right now in Montreal. I think if you also bring isn't him here, he still somehow getting hun- this hundreds of millions still? I think he's so getting like money. Paid. Almost doesn't matter. Yeah, That's no, why but he like, was willing to take like the league from minimum. his old old contract. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I think league minimum he's with, but I can see him being like above a two way. I can I, I I think that's well that's kind of the backest situation you, know, you got going on. Right. But I right. mean it's just don't even just don't even entertain it. I don't want I I personally do not want that. You're gonna put him on the second line. He's not fast enough for that. Uh he's just he's he's on a hot streak right now. That's all that it is to me. You know, like he clearly didn't play this way in LA. He went to, to Montreal and they love him there. So that's why he's feeding into the crowd. He's playing really well. I think he was a partier out here, and that I have nothing on that. But I, I think he just—I think he got lit in L.A. I believe and it. And just like, and like, they weren't really competitive anyway. And I think he just—I don't think that has anything to do with him. I don't think if he's better, that that team's better. And I think he just—I think he just had fun in Los Angeles. And yeah. Montreal's a fun city, but like, it's a hockey city, and everywhere you go, someone's talking about how you're a hockey player. In L.A., no one's like. I, in L.A., I would imagine seven out of every ten people, at the very least, were like, I have no idea who you are. <laughs> you know, maybe three out of ten on, like, good days were like, oh, you're really a culture. I mean, people know people know who, who, like, Kopitar is because you can't forget that mug. No, but it's also L.A., so there's a lot of people who have never looked at that mug. That's true. They're also like, yeah, you play hockey. Even Dowdy and Brown like probably get the question at least twice a week. Like, what happened to your tooth? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're just not gonna get it fixed. Yeah. And they're like, I'm a professional hockey player, and people are like, oh, hockey. Tight. Is that out here? Yeah. Um, but. I don't know, I could just see him being above the two-way, but because I think he just wants to play and act like he's relevant. And I, but, I think he does kind of care, but it's also at the end of the day, he doesn't. And but I think you had the chance. Ego that, he has an ego that won't go two-way, but will act like he's king shit. But well, everywhere and, he goes in Montreal, every single person knows exactly who the fuck he is, is my point. But, and the other thing, the other thing is, like, it doesn't even matter if he was willing to go to a two-way contract, because if you pay, if you got him for the league minimum and you wanted to just buy him out after that because he sucked, then just get rid of him. But, like, yeah. there's there's no, like, 
there's no scenario where I want him to be traded from Montreal to the Bruins and think that he's going to be the end all, you know, answer to our questions that we have. Ugh, that, and that's ridiculous. Yeah. Just, I don't know. It man. just like, 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 like. stupid, oh, man. To, to, I love to Foley. I love to Foley. I'm down with that. I'm, I'm down I'm for that Toffoli. trade. I'm down for, for jumbo. If we're putting him on like the third or fourth line, uh, I don't know, man. I think they can do something, but they don't see. So, wait, you'll take jumbo on the third. I would take him on like, Honestly, I'd rather him on the fourth line, but I would take oh, him on the third line. I know, but you but you'd do it. Probably. All right. I get it. Um he just, you know, he just has grit to him. He's willing to like hit. He's a big dude. He could do that. Um I don't know. I don't think that they need to do a lot, to be honest with you. They they have a great team and they have a great dynamic together like as a team. I think that they have a good chance at making a long run. They have like the second best odds to win it right now. I know odds are odds and it's Vegas and whatever, but they have the second best odds and they they're yeah. playing like that. Andrew, like I too know odds are odds, <laughs> but I will tell you, Vegas knows something. They do. I don't know what, but in every single regard, because you see when they blow it and they stick out like sore thumbs and they're so rare. Right. They know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting deadline. We got two weeks. Uh, obviously, we're getting a couple trades here before that even really heats up. You know, the last two days are usually the days where you really start seeing all the trades. But um, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I mean, Sweeney made great moves last year. I don't think we need two players. I think we need one. I agree. So I think we got a couple others that are coming back and they're proving their worth already. Yeah, I mean, with that being said, obviously the Bruins just went on a six-game winning streak as well, and then they unfortunately lost the worst team in the league yet again. We have a problem trying to beat the Detroit Red Wings for some reason. Um, I don't think it helped that, you know, Tuca had to play two nights in a row or two days in a row. Um, Halak was a very late scratch due to illness, which is typically a Tuca problem, but um, he played fine. It's just... I think the back to back. Hey, if you're gonna call to out from us. work, you see how your your coworkers do it, you know. <laughs> yeah, the back to backs. Smart. I, it's it, smart. It, it seems like they were getting <laughs> to us a little bit, so I, I don't know. It, well, hopefully we don't. I mean, how many more we got? Hopefully, there's a handful. If, if we can, if we can win uh, six out of every seven games, I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's usually pretty good. I mean, I'm not asking Especially for much. Over the course right? of a whole season. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Anyone who says you're asking for too much doesn't ask for enough. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly. Oh, um, so, yeah, I mean, th- that's what I got for the NHL trade deadline. The Bruins looking good. Celtics looking good. Um, obviously, XFL, love to see it. Yes. Um, anything else that it. you, you want to touch on real quick? Just uh, NBA All-Star Weekend coming up. I think we should preview it more this week uh, yeah. and hopefully recap the end of the week. But, uh, you know, excited for Jason Tatum. Excited he's going to defend his skills competition. Uh, I, I would love to dig into next episode how I think the NBA deliberately tried to add a white person uh, to the dunk <laughs> contest and how I think that's really fucked up and strange. Um, and then I would also like to add how the Oscars last night would not let a black person rap, which was also fucking strange. They had Eminem come out 18 years later 
and then had uh, an Indian guy recap rap part of it. <laughs> Oscars still felt so white to me. I'm, I don't know. I, that's that's my that's my take. I mean, at least they they honored Kobe and then forgot to honor a bunch of other people that also died. Un- unbelievable. And Kobe first. And like, don't get me wrong, I thought that was great and right, beautiful. Right. But like, Kobe first, and he has like a quote. And then everyone else is like, they just felt like they were riding the coattails of how heavily that affected the nation. It was weird, man. It was yeah. weird. And like, I love Spike Lee coming out with the Kobe garb on and uh, the the guy who did uh, the guy who won best animated short dedicated his win to Kobe. Um, I loved it. But like the Oscars just putting it up. And then my bosses today at work were pointing out how most of the slides were shared like you if like like in memoriam used yeah, to be man. one like you got your your time and like now they were like doubling them up to same time and so like you got honored with someone else you know what's and like weird what too. is what do they say to that too they go oh well at least you weren't forgotten <laughs> like, it's just like, yeah exactly oh, it's we so dickish a bunch of people, well so. well you well you weren't left out were you oh you well, think we forget people no we just don't include them what's weird is like you think about well, maybe they had to shorten it and put multiple people on the same one because the song was short. They still played the song for like a minute and a half after the thing ended, so it's not like they didn't have like enough time to do more people or single yeah. slides. Yeah, Billie Eilish was just like, "I'm only singing for this song, so you gotta you gotta cut out some dead people, man." <laughs> Dude, like Luke fucking Perry, legend, right? Ugh, I don't get it. Whatever. Oscars sucked. Congrats <laughs> to Parasite. The best shot. The best part about the Oscars was Bong Joon Ho and his translator, and how much that must have pissed off a lot of shitty Americans. The fact that he kept being—I like, don't even know English. He won our award. He kept being like, "I'm going to drink until tomorrow morning." Now, no, yeah, he said that, and then <laughs> he said that, and then he kept winning. Yeah, and I was like, Bong Joon Ho's drinking for several nights now. He'll he'll be drinking. He'll wake up Thursday, or no, he'll just be up Thursday and be like, it is time to now rest. <laughs> Dude, he showed up to the bar with all of the awards. That is the most baller move. I don't know if this did or did not happen. I believe it didn't, but there's a big infamous thing that they all go to the In-N-Out, which is the only In-N-Out in L.A. proper, so I go to this In-N-Out, and they all go there after the Oscars when they win, and they walk there with their Oscars because it's right there, and I just, I was, I'm dying. And someone tweeted it, too. They're like, Please, I want a Oscar photo of Bong Joon-ho at In-N-Out with all of his trophies. And that's all I want as well. Well, I'll tell you who's wondering. not going there is Joaquin. No. No, he's not. Get a veggie <laughs> option, you dicks. <laughs> the non-vegetarian said. <laughs> oh, man. That was, uh, that was you know, he, he, he I got to hand it to him. He utilized his moments. He wanted the Globes. He said a little something. At the BAFTAs, he had a, I thought, a great speech about privilege and class and, like, you know, class warfare kind of stuff. And I thought, it, I thought that was impressive. And then uh, last night, he sure said his thing once again. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't know. Pr- all the power to him. I th- Brad Pitt had a had a little dig at Congress. It was uh, Hollywood is speaking, baby, which is exactly what no one on the opposition even wants to hear and, and take seriously. So. <laughs> Sports. Uh, That's yes. why we have a sports uh, podcast. Dude, I was just going to say, we better cut this before we go too far off the rails. Yeah, yeah, we should. But we will. We will. I, we might as well preview it. Uh, we will have a, we'll, we'll have the Oscar that should have been. 
at least in some regard coming for you guys pretty soon yes uh we're gonna you know we're gonna dig into uncut gems and uh, everything that has to do with our boy kevin durant uh kevin durant kevin garnett Fuck dude kevin durant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we will do that and also on the next episode we will preview uh the NBA All Star Weekend, and just see um, how they've wrapped up the week, and see where we're at. Uh, see if we I get any trades. If, see if yeah, see if we get any more hockey trades, and uh, I don't know, maybe if we if we get this in, uh, yeah, if we get this in like uh, Friday night or, or Thursday night, we can recap uh, the old rivalry match on Wednesday. Let's do it. The national game for the Bruins. Oh boy, that's Bruins gonna be a Montreal. Yep. Are you there, or is that up in Montreal? No, it's home. I'll be there. Oh sweet, yeah. So hopefully we can recap that as well. Yep. All right, my man. All right. Bye, Mickey.